Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Pimple-faced uh, college kids here. I mean, even even Syracuse School of Broadcasting got a better setup than Look, we I mean, got. That's Mike Tirico's. Uh, oh, we got a great so. spot this year, guys. Got a great. They, they hooked us up. We got a great spot. Uh, we are closer to the paper towels than we are the trophy to the big named radio stations. <laughs> What is up with I can't I do not understand. Ruben was telling us on the way over here. Why is Bounty giving out wings? Like why is that? Why <laughs> like is chicken that wings? Yeah. yeah, look, it's like wings. Get them hot. I can see that. You know, we want to show how good their paper towels are, right? Right. Oh. But like giving out the messiest food. But possible. is Bounty making them? Who's supplying these wings? Like right. that's what I'm confused by. Oh man, I am, I am in shambles with where we are. Okay, I'm looking at these wings. They look pretty decent right here. Yeah, Ruben goes, hey, great news. Uh, wings every day at noon. I'm like, yeah, awesome for us. Are they all yeah. drums? Or are they going to throw those stupid flats in there? Oh, God. Dude, here we go. Flats are great. They're too much work, man. No, they're not. You just literally pinch and no, push down. No, I don't want to pinch. Eat. I want to grab it by the bone, the I whole thing do. in my mouth, and, and rip it out. I get cartilage too. I get much more cartilage on the. Uh... So you want the drum? Oh, big time! Absolutely. The drum. The, the, the drum you got to work around with the flat. You literally just break off the end and then split open and go. Both the, hands get dirty. No, the drum is less work. Yeah. The drum is less work. To I don't get know. all the meat. If there's a no. technique involved, I'm out. A technique involved. If you have to do a technique to yeah. get the thing, I'm out. It's okay. too much work. Yeah. All right, more of that amazing uh, content throughout the entire week. Oh God, here we go. The way I cut a steak. All right, write down these. Write down these for dead periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, steak cutting, spinach, spinach. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. And something else. But let's get to a little bit of the news as we are set up here in Vegas at Radio Row. It's going to be a madhouse on Thursday and Friday. Uh, things getting off a little bit slow to start off the week, but that means we can wreak havoc with Bobby Belt on the wireless a little bit later on. Frank Caliendo is going to sit down with us in the A number one air hot seat. For the first time ever, the National Football League is opening on a Friday night. 2024 in Brazil, the Eagles will be the quote-unquote home team for week one, Friday night, Choppy, I imagine you absolutely detest this and hate it. I don't care for, I don't care about the other overseas games or South American games or whatever. Yeah. Um, but week one, week one on a Friday night. It's very odd. It's very odd. I don't care for that. You know why? I don't like it. They're screwing up high school football, man. Do not mess. Mm. Do not mess. The NFL is taking over everything. Yeah. Don't mess. Don't. College football, give them the Saturdays by themselves. 
and give the high school kids Friday by themselves. Don't take up those days. That's not that's, 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 that you know you're just I'm gonna squash you. Yeah, you're you're mm. you're competing with people you're not even competing with there. I guess as a 42 year old soon to be father of two, I don't have as big a problem because you know my my old Friday nights used to be filled with actually like fun and excitement, and Debauchery. now I'm sitting yeah at home trapped um, in 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 absolute misery. So I'm probably going to be home Friday yeah. night, but. Man, if this was uh, if this was ten years ago, I would absolutely hate this being thirty-two instead of forty-two. Yeah, as somebody who's this still will give young, me something to watch, I guess, on Friday yeah. night besides Love After Lockup. Yeah, somebody who's still young, uh, I, this is disappointing to me. I I don't love this. What I do love is the, the lowest drink tolerance. What I what I love here though is that. A.J. Brown made a massive point of being like, eliminate the Monday night football games. And then the NFL goes, we will debut you on Friday nights, <laughs> you whiny little bee. Uh, and so I do I do appreciate that. I do respect the petty. Uh, I, I am a little tired of them trying to take over every single day of the week. This is becoming like, and this has been the question for a little bit, like, at what point is there a law of diminishing returns? At what point are you oversaturating the market and you're just a little too much? The I mean, NFL never. is flirt. I think. I think the Mark NFL, Cuban. How dead wrong was he? Yeah. Pigs I, I, get slaughtered. Shocker. Well, he had been right in 15 years. <laughs> he hasn't been right since broadcast.com. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I, I. I. I do think that there is a little bit of a point of like, okay, you're you're risking. A little fatigue at this point because it does feel like oversaturation. The numbers don't show it. No, I know. No. I'm saying now I think you're starting to like get up to the territory where it might be an issue. I'm not saying it'd be like a significant thing, but I do wonder if people are just like every day of the week. Do you need every day? Yeah, like they you know, for years they had like a gentleman's agreement with the other sports. Like they didn't play a Sunday night game uh, during the World Series. All right, right, now they do. They did not play. Um, you know, like NCAA, the the college championship Monday night. I yeah, like they didn't. Yeah, they, right. So, and and now like so the the college does their game, their final game after the regular season, so they know there's no Monday night game. Um, and and you know, they just stopped doing that, and and like it's really gonna sell. Like you're you're gonna you're gonna infringe on these other leagues that like like Friday night being high school or Saturday being college, like that. You know, you've never done that before, and it's just like, why? What's the point? So. To own it all, right? I know, no, no, but like you know, and that's the thing because the, they're like, we have thirteen games. I'm throwing out a number. We yeah. got thirteen games on Sunday. You can't watch every one. We can sit there and sure. take three or four from it, subtract. I get it. Still on Sunday, and then pepper it throughout the week. But like, if you look at the Peacock game this year, right, the, the, the playoff game, the Chiefs Dolphins. Yeah, was that game really worth three million dollars to every owner? Is that what it, it was? One hundred ten. It was one hundred ten million. Is what they got for that game. So does Arthur Blank like? Does he really need the extra three million to not have anybody watch that be able to watch that game? Sounds like a pretty damn good deal. I, three million for one night. It seems like, but that seems like it's not like really. If you're getting bill, a billion dollars, like I get it, right? But for a guy, that's like us getting five hundred bucks. What did you win last night? Uh, Two eighty-five. There you go. And exactly. You were, and you were hyped. Is there any? Yeah. And you were hyped. <laughs> Is there any way? You know, we all try to do this math, Bobby. When the schedules come out and the Cowboys, will they play? Will they not give up a home game? Is there any way, like with the formula, the Cowboys could play this opening game Friday against the Eagles in Brazil? I think they could. The only thing, like, like in terms of, no. they could absolutely. Why? Why not? I don't believe they would take a division game away from a home. You don't think so? Have we ever had a division game? Any any team has there ever been a division game played 
at a neutral site. Well, let's ask the radio station next to us. They'll, they'll probably <laughs> oh, yeah, Ireland, no. <laughs> <laughs> we can understand them. Uh, yeah, this, it, it, I think that's a guest to get on, somebody from Ireland with yeah. their Gaelic accent. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't remember if there's ever been a divisional. It wasn't. Did Tampa play a divisional game? When they went over to Germany, was that against? Wasn't that against Carolina or somebody? But what know. were we looking at in the schedule? Like, oh, the Cowboys could maybe this here. So the Cowboys generally, like, if we're looking at like trends and things like that, they almost like they most frequently start the year against New York, the Giants. Like that's just kind of a standard for them. Um, they they usually get some sort of if if they're not starting in a division game, it's usually some sort of prominent you know primetime road game or something like that that's how they typically start but yeah i mean if they wanted to introduce dallas as like the t- now what i wonder is you know how a couple of years ago they had each team got to like lay claim to a a different you know international market the nfl let like dallas i think took mexico and yeah. like they got like licensing rights I, I need to see who got brazil if that's the Eagles Brazil. or if it's potentially whoever the Eagles would play. All right, speaking of different fields, how about this story coming in? The 49ers are not happy with their practice facility at UNLV. Someone leaked a lot of this stuff to Adam Schefter. Remember last year we had the field problems? Who was the name of the? The sod god. The, the sod god. The sod god. The, yeah. the 96-year-old yeah. guy who doesn't never heard of. Tiff Eagle. And it was clear, it was pretty clear that the field was compromised and screwed up. Well, what did they do this year? The field conditions are getting called out. They put a sod field. RJ, you are our local, yeah. uh, what is that, green thumb or something? Yeah, uh, horticulturist, green thumb. Yeah, whatever you call it. Yep. NFL put in a sod field on top of the field turf and started laying it just last week. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's 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 not good. The NFL, this is what they leaked to Schefter. The scores, the NFL hardness score for field averages a seventy-eight, with no field being less than a seventy. The 49ers field is considered in the fifties. A source told Schefter, wow. so they're not happy about that. The Chiefs are practicing at the Raiders training facility. Yeah, so I guess does uh, why why do they get such a much better facility? Because they're the AFC, and this is an AFC city. I, I don't know how that works. Well, the NFL would probably say it, it's not a better facility. It's all even. Yeah, the NFL said we've had 23 experts out there in the union, and they think it's a very playable server. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, it, um, Man, that, Roger Goodell, he, he is so good at lying. Yeah. Like yesterday, <laughs> he so really good. is so good. I know. I mean, they're so good at lying about it. They were so good at lying <laughs> about concussions, about the field turf, about, you know, legal issues. Like, he never says anything. Thing whatsoever, he's a master at PR, he and does, he doesn't care that he's despised or hated. He does have a little bit of the uh, the Orlovsky feel of just like you say, like yeah, but this is the fact. And he goes, nah, uh, uh, no, yeah. it's not. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What yeah. you're about. And that's what he said. He's like, it's softer than what they practice on, sure, but that happens. That's what he says. Like, look, come on, everybody needs to to chill out with this. But it does. Does it feel at all like leaking this? Whatever else, is this feel like hey pressure that we really need to get this set straight? Or is it just a convenient, like, hey, let's uh, let's grease the the tracks a little bit for our excuses in case this doesn't go the way we want? Well, I don't know. Uh, someone was apparently greased up last night. <laughs> NFL media night here, which is an absolute S show and circus. And Bobby, now for Bobby, in the condition he was in last night, to think that someone else was hammered, let's judge it while we're all sober. Kyle Shanahan, while talking about Brock Purdy, and being a backup QB. It's funny to hear Jed say that because it wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean, 
when owner comes in after training camp practices and it's like, hey, how's the quarterback? And he, what he means is the starter yeah. or the second. And you and irritation go, I don't know, but our third guy's the best. Like that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong. But Brock was so good right away with every rep he got. He was always the same. And he only got a couple of them. So it was easy for me to say, because in his few reps, he was the best. But if you know that for a fact, I mean, then you do what you do right away. But he was the best, and but you ease that on. And every time he got a little more reps, it was the same as when he only got two. And so when it was all said and done and he got a lot of playing time, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like what I told you when I was irritated. And he only had three reps. And I said, no, he's the best, but that's what, what was so real about Brock. <laughs> he is oh my drunk God. as hell there. Because wow. when you hear uh, Kyle Shanahan talk normally, yeah. he's very like, well, you know, uh, this is the way it is. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's very it's very stoic. It's, uh, this was like, yeah, he came up. When somebody asked about quarterback, <laughs> you normally think the quarterback <laughs> or the second guy. And I was just annoyed. I was like, this is the third guy. Man, he just popped up on the likability scale about eight spots. <laughs> no doubt about that. You, 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 uh, he also came can't hold his liquor. That's that's, that, the, that's he bobbied it that yeah, way. Yeah, that, three drinks. That's the Kyle Shanahan Jane Slater knew at Texas. Yes. <laughs> Man. He was that's definitely what was so real about Brock. Real about Brock. He was definitely feeling it last night. Yeah, he was. This is what Vegas does to people. Okay. The, you, you get out here, you uh you start playing the craps table, they're giving the cheap or the free drinks in some instances, and you know, you, you feel pretty good. Yep. He also uh tried to explain wanting Tom Brady last offseason. He told Peter King, yeah, I was serious about it. Again, this is after Brock Purdy balled out, but then got hurt. And he said, look, Brock had his arm in a sling. And you know what? Choppy, I'd like you to read this as Kyle Shanahan. (laughs) Oh, in a a drunk voice? Yeah, some of the quotes of Kyle Shanahan talking about uh, Brock Purdy versus Tom Brady. They wanted Brady in the offseason. All right. That's what I was serious about. Uh, that's what I thought about looking at Brock, and he's on his arm in a sling. Mm-hmm. I'm really not sure if I got a cornerback because I'm ready to start the season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's trying to say, no, I didn't know if I'd have Brock out for the beginning of the year. I actually thought it was giving Brock the biggest compliment. Yeah. I let him know he's our long-term guy, but can you imagine learning from Tom Brady? That's pretty cool. You're our guy. But how cool would it be for you to learn from him? I mean, yeah, because if, I mean, if you're if, if he is a system quarterback, you want to learn from a system quarterback. <laughs> so that would have worked out perfectly. If Brock never got hurt, this wouldn't have been a consideration at all. Quote: I never brought it up, but I've got to think about the team. What if he's not ready in September? Man, like if he was ready in October, yeah. we couldn't deal with that. No way. What a, what an absolute compliment to Brock Purdy. Hey, <laughs> you're so great. I want to bring in the greatest of all time to play ahead of you. That's <laughs> certainly, I mean, right? Like that's how uh, that's how Trey Lance took it while he was in San Francisco. It's like this is a compliment that I'm playing behind somebody. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo, same way. Hey, this is a compliment that you drafted Trey Lance. Why wouldn't I want this? Uh, that that's a lot of uh, that, that, that's a good spin job there from right. Kyle Shanahan. I I do wonder if that was a sober spin job or if that was after a few drinks because the logic feels like after a few drinks. <laughs> 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. It's DFW Sports Station. All the crazy stories from yesterday. We're going to get into them at 640. But Jerry Jones says, fear not. Don't worry. 
it doesn't matter if Mike McCarthy's lame duck. We can still find that defensive coordinator. Let's give you an update on that. Dan Quinn, cold-blooded moves in D.C. already. But Jerry says don't worry about his replacement. It won't matter here in DFW. We'll talk about that plus all the craziness from day one in Vegas after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Imagine being just so swole and big and intimidating. Don't I mean, have to imagine. It happens. I love how uh, we ran into Landry Locker, who used to work in Dallas, now works in Houston with Parker Hillis. Uh, let's test your Tolo history if you remember who Parker Hillis yeah, is buddy. or Landry. And we see Landry at this restaurant he recommended last night. Thanks to all the Tolos, by the way, for also suggesting this place. It was fantastic. Really slow service, but otherwise it was fantastic. Uh, rye and what? Herbs and rye. Herbs and rye. Which I don't care for the way it's pronounced. I like herbs. Oh, let's not start another fight over Lord Choppy here. But Landry walks up to RJ. He goes, you're not fat. You're not fat. And RJ's like, huh? He's like, you posted on social media. I've never felt so fat. Uh, so we were talking about being swole. So there you go, oh, Chop. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, look, I felt fat over the weekend. I'm sorry. I, I, I felt uh, like I could. I mean, I, 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 didn't, I was scared of the scale. Scared of the scale. Uh, but none of my pants fit. Well, you said. I had a bloat. I had a big bloat going on. <laughs> big bloat. Is, is that why you lashed out at, at Kristen at the airport? And you sat down and went, oh, you're prettier than your pictures. Oh. <laughs> I only said that because you introduced me to her. Because the whole joke that I've never met his wife before. <laughs> and he goes, this is my wife. And I'm like, oh, you're much prettier than your pictures. Wait, so how is that connected to his fat story? Yeah. No, I was just saying that he was lashing out because the he, oh, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's lashing out because he doesn't feel good no. inside. Peyton, what a line. What a line is RJ walks up to Bobby's wife. It's such a perfect RJ delivery. And says... <laughs> You're prettier than your pictures. Oh, it's so. I mean, I buckled. I'll write that down. When they, my knees buckled when they told me this, uh, and I was like, because like it's a compliment and an insult. Like it's like you don't know whether to get pissed off or take it. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is just a perfect RJ line. Thank you. It's excellent. You're, I laughed. You're prettier than your pictures. Did she get offended more? Most of no, she no. laughed. She okay, chuckled. good. She does. I was joking. I've met her a million times, obviously. But the joke is, I don't even know that you have a wife and. 
Bobby says, RJ, they beat my wife. Chris says, oh, you're prettier than your pictures. Right. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so anyway, the tease is imagine being so swole, NFL teams are scared to hire you. We'll get to that in a second as we are kicking off show number one here in Las Vegas, brought to you by the Low T Center, A number one air, and Best Buy windows and siding. Jerry Jones was asked about uh, any hesitation that a Dan Quinn replacement would take uh, would have in taking the job here. Now, Michael Lombardi, who will sit down with us tomorrow, former NFL GM, said it's an overblown issue because the Cowboys have shown if you're a really good coach, we'll keep you. It doesn't matter who the head coach wants as an assistant. We will keep you around, Jason Garrett, uh, Kellen Moore. And Jerry said while uh, at the World Cup presser, I don't anticipate that being an issue at all. If they take the job, they will be coordinator of the Cowboys. They'd be looking at that right there and all that goes with that. If they're aspiring, they'll know there's a chance to be a head coach someplace because the one that Jess left is. So that's Jerry Mm. saying, not a worry. Not a worry for job security. I'd still be a little worried about it. Yeah, if it's Mike Zimmer. I mean, like, if you're you're talking about a guy that has – because if you're Mike McCarthy, you know that Jerry's not going to hire – a first-timer as a head coach, you assume, at this stage of his life. Um, so knowing that, if your D.C. is a first-time D.C. or a D.C. that's never been a head coach before, you're probably okay. But if it's Mike Zimmer or Ron Rivera or Marvin Lewis or whoever, does that not give you a little bit of, eh. Well, let me give Mike some advice. And I don't, I don't know any of this to Just be. Just win, baby. I don't know any of this to. Well, you do that because we're in Vegas here. Um, I don't know any, any of this to be true or not. The last thing that Mike McCarthy should be thinking about, unless it was Bill Belichick, maybe Vrabel, maybe Vrabel, is the head coaching threat of his defensive coordinator. Right. That's that's that that would be that would be small p energy. That that would be really insecure and thin skin, and it would have your priorities messed up. Your number one priority is survival. That's what this is. Forget about mm-hmm. someone pushing you off a cliff. Forget about someone taking over. Your number one goal is to freaking survive this season. So, again, I don't know anything to be true or not. Do not be worried about Mike Zimmer and Ron Rivera being former NFL head coaches. Get the freaking best guy in here to make this defense v- very good or good to great and give you the best chance to get to the conference championship game and forget all that other insecure BS. Yeah, because here's yeah. what you need to know is that if you hire a poor defensive coordinator out of your own insecurity yeah. a, a, in your own job, uh, if you hire a, a lesser defensive coordinator and your team loses games next year because the defense isn't up to par, you are still getting fired. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you, you oversaw the defense, way. Mike. You get and, fired either way. And, and so if you want the best chance to keep your job, the best chance to do that is to make sure you're hiring a defensive coordinator that's going to keep yep. this defense to the level that Dan Quinn had it or elevate it. That's your best no shot. No doubt. If he, if, he gets, if he doesn't make the playoffs or they, get a, they, they have a bad run, he's going to be gone anyway. So – and, and, and if they have a great run, he'll be back with an extension. There's, so, like, the only chance that he has of that, the coordinator doesn't matter. Who the coordinator is doesn't matter. Now, it might matter for an in-season firing, right, but it doesn't matter in the long run. Yeah, like, you, look, you don't want Belichick standing on the sideline. That, that's a distraction. As the defensive coordinator, so many Tolos suggested, you don't want Mike Vrabel, I don't even think, standing over there because that'd be a lot of nonstop talk. Mike Zimmer's perfect. He's a perfect porridge Medium level. Ruben, do you know the porridge story? Do you know anything I want to talk about? Pay, pay to you? I don't think so. 
<laughs> okay. They know. They have to know. They just don't understand. You Goldilocks. guys were kids once, right? Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> long, long time ago, I was. <laughs> Mike Zimmer's the perfect temperature of respect. Yes, he was a head coach, but it doesn't feel like he's a guy who's, like, just waiting to take over to lead another program that maybe there's that nice little middle ground of he could be a defensive coordinator and stay a defensive coordinator. So that's why just sign this up and get this thing done and over with. And speaking of Mike Vrabel, the Diana Rossini report. Dude, how about this one? What garbage this is. You want to talk about this little, might, little D energy. This might be Rossini missing again this offseason. She's be. missed a lot. Has yeah. she? No yeah. Time for yeah. Jokes. She's missed girl. a lot. <laughs> um, so she was um, she was talking about um, Mike Vrabel and why he is not currently an NFL head coach. And she said he's too swole. <laughs> like uh, that's her opinion or that's someone else's? She that, just got married. Yeah, she goes, I don't think it was a fit for him. He sat. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl mention to me his physical build. He's a very large human being. He can be very intimidating to people in an organization. They're oh going to be part of these decisions. Oh my God. And that is a factor. If he was not hired because he is uh, a former a, linebacker, a former linebacker, then what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> they're, they're, All right. They, is, this, just, is this Gen Z? They're, they're worried they're going to hire Terry yeah. Tate, office linebacker. <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious. I, I need to know. No, they GM. wouldn't hire Terry no, Tate. No, no. I know. I said they're scared they're hiring Terry oh, Tate, office yeah. <laughs> this, this makes me wonder. I, I need to know who said this. I need to know what oh general manager. Gosh. This better have been the general manager that just fired him, right? Like the yeah. Titans that were like, we're scared of him. Yep. I think that's why other people aren't hiring him. He's just a, he's a scary individual. Antonio Pierce is an intense linebacker. I need them to, I, I need her to out them because seriously, because like like is Dan Campbell? Uh, is, is he a small man? No. Dan, MCDC Motor City Dan Campbell. Is he is he look scrawny to you? He's right. not. I mean, the guy urinates espresso shots. <laughs> He's got <laughs> veins on veins. Like you want to sit there and tell me that Mike Vrabel is like too big? Right. Like, come on now, what are we doing here? That's insane. Yeah, this and, uh, and I mean, like weak. I said, like look, look what happened with the Raiders. That that's the same type of person. Antonio Pierce, a linebacker who had a tough, intimidating like reputation and is a big guy. That's hilarious. Like, like, what is the insinuation from this general manager? Like, some people don't want to tell Mike Vrabel he's wrong. They're worried he's going to beat them up in in <laughs> yeah. like yeah, in, in a our work, meeting in a workplace room. environment. Yeah, yeah, he's he's gonna beat them up. Meanwhile, your boy Dan Quinn, ice cold yesterday. He was, and, and this was something that look. I mean, the the reality is that Eric Bieniemy was not coming back. Okay, Eric Bieniemy was not going to come back with the Washington. And commanders it had already been decided he, he had interviewed for the head coaching job that was in all honesty probably just for them to feel like they checked some Rooney rule boxes or whatever else uh, but Eric Bannemi was not going to return the, the there was a little bit of a a nice polite well maybe he could come back on the coaching staff in some other way uh, coaching under Cliff Kingsbury which there's no way you can do that you can't have him be the top boss demote him and then have anybody take him seriously on the team but Dan Quinn was asked about that yesterday of hey you know are you guys going to retain him? Is there a chance that he'll do this? And Quinn had talked about, we had a great conversation yesterday. I hope these conversations can continue to the future. And then Dan Quinn said, we won't work together here. But I wanted him to know I really respect the work he's done. I wish him nothing but the best. It's like, man, that's just. It does not. That that that, that does not in any way. That's a, that's a horrible look for the National Football League and the commanders and Dan Quinn. This does 
no favors in advancing the race slash minority discussion that has surrounded Eric Bandy for a long time. Yesterday, you said Stephen A. Smith was talking about Cliff Kingsbury mm-hmm. and the privilege uh, and 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 the opportunity that he got. Man, the guy you you hired Kingsbury with Bandy still listed as the OC on your website. Man, what are you doing? What are you do, what are you doing? Come on. Yeah, this was a good year uh, for minority hires. Right, very good year. See, and that's that's the point that I think it's it's a bad look, no doubt. But I think what we're seeing here is given the the inclusive hiring cycle that we just had, there we, we need to stop defaulting so easily to Eric Bieniemy is a, a a victim of whatever thought process, old school thought process. Because what we've seen so far is there were a lot of people who just didn't think he was capable of being a play caller. He goes to Washington, they have a bad offense. I think that what we're seeing here is just, okay, this is what teams had told us Eric Bieniemy was or what they anticipated he was going to be. But it is a bad look optics-wise for everything that Bieniemy's been and Bieniemy held up yeah. as the standard for – You can't hire like, somebody when you still have him as a yes. as an employee. Yes. Yes. That, that, I mean, that's that's terrible. That's terrible look. Unless they told him beforehand. But, but yeah. Quinn made it sound like he talked to him that yeah. morning and yeah. told him, yeah, you're out. Sorry, dude. Yeah, and look, I I have a hard time judging Eric Bieniemy off of one year in Washington. Sorry, for sure. I mean, there was a time when Sam Howe was leading the league in passing, in yards. passing yards. Yeah. Now, if 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 they were like balling out, well, I mean, maybe we're giving credit to Sam Howe, um, but I have a hard time. It's clear that the National Football League does not think that Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach to lead a program. It's clear. It's crystal clear. Um, maybe his personality. Maybe he's too aggressive. Maybe he's too rough. Maybe, maybe he's too, too swole. Tough. Maybe. Too swole. Yeah, he's a, he is yeah. a former player. Maybe they're worried he's going to beat people up. You <laughs> yeah, know? And, and, and you know, like the NFL, I, I don't buy. That's a bad look, though. I have a problem with that, man. Do things the right way. Yeah. That gives me hope that maybe, maybe Washington is not totally fixed from an ownership standpoint. They'll continue to screw it up and step in. What it. way would you, would uh, honestly, like he, he had a lot of success setting up the running game for Kansas City when he ran that. Would you consider him here as a run game coordinator with the issues that they had on run offense? Yeah, of course. I think. I mean, I think he's a, a good coach. Because I mean, they're still looking for somebody to put together a coherent running game. Here. More and hard Mike asses. More hard asses. I'm in. Mike Zimmer. Let's do a two year burnout. That's what I want. <laughs> two year burnout. I want. I want two. The Harbaugh year, plan. I, I want a, the Harbaugh <laughs> plan exactly. I want a two year frat hazing program around here, and then everyone can go on their uh, merry way. Truckwreck.com text line is 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. Let's get into the crazy stories of traveling here and landing in Vegas. We have a flood at our hotel, RJ with a freak out on the airplane, and how Joe Biden screwed us over while traveling from DFW. All that next for the 6 a.m. club right here on The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club, morning number one, show number one in Las Vegas. We're inside of Mandalay Bay here with the entire squad. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, Cowboys insider Bobby Bell. And we got Ruben, who I thought was our secret weapon. I thought he was our secret weapon as yesterday we landed and it took us forever. It felt like like Amanda's like, where are you? Why, why, why aren't you home at the hotel yet? The hotel is five minutes away from the airport. We're really close. Airport's yeah, close to everything. But parking and figuring out this and that and flooding, it took forever. And I'll, Christy Scales had to assist us. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, 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 she gave us the big alley-oop yesterday. And then this morning I was like, okay, Ruben is going to get us there faster, quicker, more efficient. He's our secret weapon. How did that go? Well, he was a secret wet noodle. I don't. I'm waiting to hear how you apply that. Well, instead of a sword, <laughs> it was kind of a limp. Isn't a wet noodle like a uh, flip, floppy? Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Wet noodle. No, wet noodle like you're raining on the parade. Isn't that it? Don't be a wet noodle like a. Uh, I think wet blanket when you're saying wet that. blanket. Wet yeah, blanket. Like, okay. All right. Wet so noodle is floppy. Listen, I guess. Listen, I don't know. I, I, I made. <laughs> It, it was 2.45 in the morning. Yeah. I, I let my guard down for a moment. And I, said, and you I questioned you. I questioned you after yesterday because I'd never seen your directions and your compass as off as yesterday. I've never driven here. Never driven in Vegas. I know the area very, very well. You need to get to a hotel. Right there. But the except, roads. Except I, this one. I don't like. Well, this is. Yeah, this is. Uh, he would never stay here. I would never stay at the, where we're um, At so, the Mandalay? Oh, no. I've, I, I love this hotel. This is a great hotel. Yeah. Uh, but I've never parked anywhere around here, right? So, like, I didn't – so I had to use the GPS. And we got a beast of a car. We got a massive vehicle. It's Good an job expedition. On Good yes. job on that. Thank you. It's a hoss. Uh, it is a hoss. It is a hoss. You get one at PlatinumFord.com uh, right now. Um, but, um, Ru- I, I, yeah, I let my guard down. I said, Ruben, okay, let, you know, my direction said go to the left. And, Ruben, feel free to defend yourself. Go and, ahead and make your, uh, make your microphone live here. And then Ruben says, no, 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 we can go right. I'm like, okay, I'll, you know what? I'm not going to fight. It's 2.45 in the morning. I'm going to let Ruben navigate this thing. He's been here like six times already. Uh, we get onto the, he says, make a left here. I'm like, okay, so I make a left on this road. But the building was on the right. But no, so then we get on that road. He goes, okay, now you're going to make a left up here. And I said, why? He goes, just trust me. And I said, literally to the right of us is our ho- is the hotel we need to go to. You want me to make a left? He goes, yeah, just trust me here. We're going to make a left on Frank Sinatra. And I said, Frank Sinatra is on the other side of the hotel. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Trust me. I know Frank Sinatra. It's on the other side of the hotel. <laughs> Which he's goes, dead, like you said. What? Which he's dead. But he is dead. Yes, he is passed on. Um, Thanks for old blue eyes. This just in. Thank you all the breaking news. He goes, <laughs> no, no, you've got to make a left here. I says, Ruben, seriously, look at your GPS. Frank Sinatra's over there. He goes, oh, yeah. Well, why don't you make a right here then? I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Here. Oh, yeah. I think I, we should go the opposite yeah. way. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you got you to gotta pop a Yui here. And I did, so we get onto Frank Sinatra, and then we park uh, in this parking garage. Uh, so we had to do that. But his directions were way off. 
way off of the direction. So no secret weapon, no, no. ultimate shortcut. No, I, I, I am, I am, I am taking back control. Okay, I, I'm not listening to anybody else. You now know your, you got your bearings. I got my bearings straight. Uh, you're straight you know, noodle. I, I, you, know, you, you did a great <laughs> job in the restaurant last night. Thank you. Yep, fantastic. Did I, my part. Yep, I, I trust. Okay. I've got a couple of spots I want to hit to this week for sure, and we're gonna places you're going. But Ruben is out. Would you like to defend yourself or correct anything, Ruben? I do not want to def- defend myself. I, you don't? I will. You know, everything Choppy is saying is accurate. He, it is accurate. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 so you feel like you were a little off of the directions. Just that one. What Take was, the right. Yeah, it was, big, yeah, it was just that. Big it miss. Was just that. I, I, I will defend him, okay? Because while he was off with that, Choppy was trying to take, like, two turns too early into a parking lot that we couldn't go into. Uh, and he was like, no, I, don't turn here. This yeah. is blocked off. We're going to get stuck. So you would have gotten this more delay. I looked at his map. I, I, I looked Shift at his the map. blame. I like what you're no, doing I here. His map. No, and, and he, he wasn't paying attention to his map, to his credit. I didn't know that. But I looked down at his map. I said, it says to go here. Should I not go here? But he knew. He knew what he was doing on that one. Okay. But other than that, no, Ruben, I, Ruben, Ruben, Ruben is Peyton uh, with directions. I, I assume, I assume Peyton's terrible with directions. You, 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 <laughs> you mentioned uh, Christy Scales. How much time do you think Christy saved us yesterday oh, by walking us over? 30 minutes. Uh, good 30 or something. Yeah, easily. All right, so President Biden having us guess, go in circles, Bobby, yeah, as you were tracking yeah. that in the plane. <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, we had to make the Biden loop a couple different times. Because uh, you had gotten word that, that, that we may have had a holdup. It could have been chaos here with it, it could have been Biden chaos. in town. Biden was in town. I knew that he was in town. Uh, there people were taking I, I follow a lot of Vegas Instagram influencers, and they were all taking photos of his plane. <laughs> what and, clubs uh, do they work in? None. No clubs. These are these are like, uh, they're talking about like hotels. Not strippers. And, oh. No, no. Talk about hotels and stuff. So. Uh, his plane was here. He was campaigning here for something. Um, <laughs> something. 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 Yeah, I guess he's up to something. I don't know why. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's here. And I want to push the bounty campaign. Yeah, <laughs> Bounty wings. <laughs> I'm here to tell you about bounty wings. And all of a sudden, we're flying out. And I keep seeing uh, – so I'm following the plane on the flight tracker because I want to know what's going on with the weather and everything. And I see all flights being held at their current destination until 1 o'clock Pacific. And I'm like, oh crap! Now we got uh, we got weather. And then they said the average delay is 50 minutes coming into Vegas. Ah, oh, crap! We got weather. I knew we had bad weather because I, I knew that. But then I see now all all flights are being delayed, inbound and outbound, 16 to 30 minutes for a VIP. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that meant like, oh man, so many private jets are going to be flying in here. They're getting preferential treatment. That's what or I the Area 51 plane. That it's a, there's a plane here. It's there's no windows on it. There's no windows on this plane, and it flies from Vegas to Area 51 every single day. Why every, is there no windows? So so nobody knows that. So the people who are on the plane don't know how to get there. Oh, all right. So that's that, cool. It's very very cool. So there's no windows on this plane. I thought maybe that was it. And claustrophobic. Um, I know, right? So that was not it. Obviously, you guys said it was the president. Leaving. That's, that's that, what sounded coolest. That well, I mean, that's what the flight attendant said, and she may have just been trying to make us stop asking questions because there were people like, "Why are we taking so many loops?" Or but yeah, that's what because I knew we we had thought it was weather initially, but then the captain came on the air. He did his whole spiel where he's like, hey, "Folks, uh, we're, we're gonna we got a VIP, <laughs> so we're hopefully gonna just make one more loop here, and uh, we'll have you out here in about fifteen minutes." And then they yeah. like make the little loop, or and we did it three times, I think, because you can four, see it on yeah. the flight. You can see just this circle that we're making uh but we were uh we were dumping fuel 
That's what we were doing. We were, yeah. we were trying to. to you think you, know, you think President Trump ever would have had us looping like that in circles? Well, in circles? I mean, he may have, but you know, like, uh, what would he say about this? Uh, that was very bad for the environment. Uh, that's what he said. You know, very very bad for the environment. <laughs> How would he say? And, and he was like, ah, my plane so much faster, <laughs> so much faster than Air Force One. Uh, that's what he would have done. But yeah, yeah but the, the president had to leave and. We had to get out of his way. And then we landed to some water. While we're also in the air, Bobby is showing me Katrina, part two. Yeah, and it's it's right by, as we're sitting there, we're looking at it, we're like, isn't that the, uh, Ferris isn't wheel. That the little Ferris wheel near us? We it's do like, have that oh, Ferris wheel in the sphere. Line. I don't know if it ran out of real estate. They couldn't get a deal done like Jerry uh, in Arlington <laughs> versus, versus downtown. But they got the sphere. Kind of off to the spot, The man. sphere is freaking badass, though, Peyton. You were right about that. It's very, very cool, but it is, like, it is completely off the beaten path, man. Yeah. It is behind. It's, like, under the monorail. It is behind parking garages. But as soon as Tolo started sending us the flood by the Ferris wheel, I knew we were in trouble. Yeah, and that, that was. And this is this is reek. Havoc on us already. Yeah, it has. We can't even use our parking garage. No, we, we we have to use like the other parking garage because the one that we come into, it's like completely closed. Then last night we were almost late for our, our reservation because as we were walking out to the Uber lot, we're like, oh crap, the Uber lot is right here where everything's flooded. And I mean, it was just like roaring rapids going down there. Like, it, where it, is what? that water coming from? I was just about to ask the same question. And and, and there are people who live under that. There's there's homeless. Dolphins? No, oh. there are homeless who live under that area. Like that's, they're, they're obviously they're being displaced right now. It's just, it's terrible. This city does not handle water very well. Obviously, we're in the desert. I mean, there's nowhere for it to go. Uh, but you hit the ground. I don't know, but soak it up. Uh, it kind of needs it. No, that that has definitely thrown off lanes. It threw us off parking. That delayed us getting out. And then we were trying to walk out. We didn't know where the rideshare pickup was. Our driver last night dropping us off was massively confused. He was thrown. Man, we were about to ask him for his business card because he was doing such a good job. And then he went too slow. And we we're like, hey, forget your business card. We, yeah. we don't need you to drive. So the last guy, man, he was uh, he was speeding like he was, I, I, I asked him. I said, you were a cab driver, weren't you? Yeah. He was like, yep. You you, you kind of scouted some New York tendencies from him. And then you scared RJ on the airplane. <laughs> yeah, so we were, as we've talked about on the air before, RJ is the most arrogant traveler to go with. Arrogant. Arrogant, mm-hmm. because you always get, you're like walking through with your little backpack and TSA pre-check. Well, how like, am I hey, supposed to walk guys? through with my backpack? But without that F-eating grin on your face. Yeah, you're Where you're, you're just, you're so happy. You're like, hey, what's up, suckers? Enjoy TSA. Yeah. And then you get through there, and then you're like, you're, you're already you're already laying the groundwork. You're texting the group text like, hey, did you guys uh, get uh, the, the pre-boarding? Yeah. Because uh, I'm an A group. What are y'all, are y'all in B? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you said, when you I'm got sorry. down. I'm sorry. We're in that steerage airline what, that, what? Uh, where I don't know my seat is. <laughs> what did you say? Cattle call What did you say when you sat down? When you asked me what boarding group I was in, and I said I was in B. What did you tell me? You said, oh, you're with know. the poor. Oh, yeah, the poor. Uh, That's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. with the poor. Yeah. So, so, so arrogant. So Sean and I are next to each other in the boarding group. Yeah. Choppy's, like, walking by us onto the plane doing his little, like, you yeah. know, bouncy <laughs> Dora with the backpack. Yeah, dudes. And so he's so thrilled. And Sean and I are talking. It's like, we got to figure out a way to ruin the happiness on this flight for Chop. So as we were walking on the plane, I was like, I'm going to tell him that Tim just called Sean. 
and told him that, hey, something messed up with the hotel and Sean and RJ have to room now because that's the only room that they had available. And so as we're walking on the plane and Sean's like, let me get in front of you because I'm going to blow it. I'm going to like my face is going to because I knew that you would know that I would be furious. You would have to see my face to sell it. Yeah. And I and I didn't want to I didn't know if I could lie to you looking at you straight face. So I had to like already (laughs) walk past. So he walked by and I told Chop, I'm like, hey, uh, something messed up. Tim just called. And Chop goes. Uh, unacceptable, Un- uh, unacceptable. That's that, that's not happening. Nope, nope. nope. Uh, they're they're gonna fix that. That's not happening. And so we go and sit in the back of the plane. And as we're sitting there, Choppy just starts like calling Sean. And yeah. Sean's like, "What should I do?" I was like, "Answer." He's like, "No, I'm not gonna be able to keep it going if I answer." It. <laughs> yeah. And you were about to book another room. So, RJ I found another room. Yeah, I already found one. RJ calls me, th- I, and I was telling Bobby, I was like, "I don't know. He might tell Sarah not to fly out if she's gonna fly. Out. This might screw things up. Yeah, we don't want to take it too far." And Bobby's like, "No, let let him sit with this for the whole flight." And I'm like, "He's gonna freak out. Then he <laughs> might call Tim, and then Tim might get mad at you." So Choppy called me a second time before we were getting ready to take off, and I. I picked up and came clean because you were getting ready to pay for another room. I found another room at our hotel. And I would have split that bad boy no matter yes, the cost. Yes, and I knew, I knew you would have. Yep. And I bet you, I bet you the room rate I got would have been cheaper than what we're paying. Look, we got to take it easy on Tim Tim, all right? No, 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 That's not a bad thing. Tim, Tim's done a good job so far. Yeah, he's, it's, it's, I, I'm it's enjoying it. Tim's done, Even as we're sitting here in the United Nations? Yeah, well, I mean. We're here with the poor. We're in seaboarding group. We are in seaboarding group. We have a middle seat, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. No, I just like you got a good hotel room. You know, the hotel's fine. The hotel room's great, but I guarantee you, because it was like night of, you know, hotel tonight app is 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 a wonderful thing. Oh yeah, uh, and this is I got I, I found that room for fifty bucks a night. Oh really? I cannot believe but, the rooms if, are so cheap out here still. But if he didn't answer, you were going to book it. If he didn't answer that second one, yeah, you I would have booked, booked it. it then. I, I usually, I, when, I, when I come to Vegas, normally I book when I land. But I probably would have done it because it's Super Bowl week. Kyrie is back, and Grant Williams is already maybe getting traded for this. Plus, is Pat Mahomes cool being the villain? He got killed for that yesterday. Everything you need to know as we continue from Radio Row here in Vegas, brought to you by the Low T Center, next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.